divorce doesn't just affect the parents and children involved. From coworkers and employees to friends, neighbors, and spouses, the toxic fallout of divorce and years of mismanaged conflict can touch us all, all over North Carolina and America, changing the way we approach the world. Ashley Nicole Russell believes in a better way forward. Drawing on her personal and professional experience, Ashley Nicole is changing the conversation around divorce and conflict resolution as a whole. Providing thoughtful insight into this culture of conflict and the statistical effect on children and adults while offering collaborative strategies at home and in the workplace. It's time to find a better way forward, both individually and as a community of people across America, here on Divorce Healthy. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. You are here with us on Divorce Healthy, and we are so excited to be talking about collaborative. We're going to really hyper-focus on collaborative over the next few episodes. Um, On Divorce Healthy, we talk about a lot of things. Uh, We talk about a lot of different topics. We talk about many different ways to be peaceful and to resolve your divorce with dignity. And over the next few episodes, we're really going to focus that in on specifically the collaborative process and nationwide and statewide here in North Carolina, how that's going. So we're going to start nationwide. And we have Lori here with us, and she is the president of IACP, and she's going to talk to us about how much this has grown already. I think some people get really in the trenches of there's so much work to be done. There's so much that needs to be changed. The family law system is very broken and we need to fix it. There has so many problems. And I don't want to get too bogged down in what hasn't happened because I really want to focus on so many wonderful things that have happened. And since Lori has been the president, she has really been focused on making collaborative quote go viral. And I think that that is amazing because, as you know, here at Divorce Healthy, our mission is to change how divorce is handled in America, super focusing on awareness so that people can have an understanding, so that they can utilize the options that are out there to be able to resolve their matter outside of court and to create a lasting co-parenting relationship if possible, but at the very least to move through their divorce process so that they can limit the most amount of reverberating effects afterwards as possible. And so, Lori, thank you so much for coming on and talk to me about IACP and your role there as president. Well, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here to talk with you today and to represent IACP. And I will say that we have even taken um, the collaborative practice internationally because we are a global organization And uh, Collaborative is in 25 countries, and often people are surprised to hear that, but it's around the world. And uh, so it is just an amazing organization. IACP is the International Academy of Collaborative Professionals, and I am the current president there. One of the things that, um, as you said, uh, one of my goals as I took office um, in October as president was to try to really advance collaborative practice to make it go global uh, and go viral so that when people think about divorce, they think about collaborative practice rather than litigation. And that's why I do this work as um, the IACP president and as a collaborative coach, because I believe so strongly in it. 
And what is it that you think, if you could identify the one thing that is the most effective, why collaborative is the most effective, why people should think collaborative first before litigation, what would you say that thing is? Like, what's your elevator thing that you would say? It's so hard to pin it down because there are so many wonderful things about yes. it. Um, I, the the thing that comes to mind for me, first of all, is when children are involved. All of the studies that I've seen about children and how they are able to survive divorce is that the lower the conflict between parents, the healthier children will be. And collaborative practice really promotes the kind of communication between parents that really helps to lower conflict and helps them to be able to attend kid functions and work together as co-parents with so much less conflict typically than where you know other formats, maybe litigation, really kind of increases the conflict. So I do this work because I do believe that it's healthier for children and families. I'm so pumped that that's your response because that in and of itself is the hallmark thing to me. And there, like you said, there are so many different things. It's almost so hard to even have an elevator spiel because there you can highlight so many wonderful things about it. Financially, it is helpful. Emotionally, it is helpful. Time-wise, it is helpful. But when we talk about the essence of the family, which has just, it has devolved so much in our country and like you said, across the world in the past couple of decades. And I believe wholeheartedly that a big part of that is the family law arena and how, you know, the family has been forced into a system that it really just is a round uh, peg in a square hole. And when we pull that peg out and we fit it in a, in a round hole, which is collaborative, that things just function so much better. And the, the people holding the bag, the little tiny people holding the bag that grow into big people are the children. And so my body of work is on adult children of divorce. So that is the people that I study, those are that is who I am. I am an adult child of divorce. I'm also divorced. And so like that message is exactly what rings so true to me because that's the ripple. That's the ripple, the generational change that keeps getting handed down to other generations that if we can break it and we've seen it done in our own practices and to try to get that word out so everybody can hear, it's not not possible, which is what most people think that that's impossible to apply to their scenario. So I'm so excited that that's what you see as well, especially from such a high perch that you have looking at kind of the whole world, like you said. And I'm sorry I didn't, you know, say that it's global. I just meant that the national arena that we have and the national body that we have is IACP, in addition to it being the world body of organizer of collaborative professionals. But it is to us in here in America, it is our kind of organizer, our place that we can say, oh, you're in Pennsylvania. Well, this is who I would recommend to you. And these are where these people are that have the same goals and missions as us here in America. So mm -hmm. tell me, Lori, as far as what IACP has done and, and the change that you've seen from your perspective or from the beginning of your career to now, since I want to focus on the what we've done great, what has already like the hope that we can give to the clients that this is taking that's taking fire and it's really catching on. What have you seen in that area? Well, I think that one of the amazing things that we've been able to do with ICP is to really unite folks from everywhere who do this kind of work. And we see that no matter where we are, whether we're in um, the United States, where whether we're in Singapore or uh, Australia or wherever, 
we all struggle with the same issues of helping folks divorce in this way. And we all learn from each other and we're all able to uh, find ways that work. So I think when I go to the forum, which is our our annual celebration and education and, and coming together, I sit at tables with folks from all around the world and we learn together and we teach each other. And I, I think that's been so amazing. And I was just recently at the European uh, Collaborative um, Conference. And the interesting thing is there are so many Americans that are expats in other countries, and we're able to use the collaborative process there. And there are folks where one partner is in another country and one partner is in America, and we're able to use the collaborative process in that way as well. And so having the the IACP connections and being able to find local practitioners of collaborative practice anywhere in the world that you need them to help with a case I think is is really a, a great uniting um, piece that we offer. Wow, that's really amazing. And one thing I will say is that, you know, Collaborative, I feel like was so prepared for the pandemic because we, so many of us were already using Zoom and video platforms. You know, we were already within the state of North Carolina in multiple places doing Zoom conferences, video conferences before it even happened. And I feel like I had heard of, you know, people you move to France and then, but you need to finalize everything, but coming back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And how do we proceed? It's so helpful to be able to organize those dynamics, but wow, what you're talking about is an an entirely different level. And that's so amazing. I feel like collaborative has always been on the cutting edge of this. You know, it's always so forward thinking. And I think that that's one of the most beautiful things about the process is that it really can be in the process itself can function as the process made for the clients. You can really make that process be so moldable to you and to your special circumstances, no matter where you are in the world, which is really amazing. One of the coolest, um, and I, when you talk about education, and I think the collaborative practitioners getting together and sharing that so that we can help to make this process better and better and better, and again, to get that awareness out, One of the coolest concepts that I learned at um, a collaborative IACP training was about your relationship with money and how each individual, when their children have and develop their relationship with money, and then how each person has a relationship with money plays dramatically into both the divorce process and the marriage of the two people. And to think about that perspective, it just really draws you outside of the box so that you can really start to think about what we do every day but in a different way so that we can give the highest level of probability of helping the clients reach success. And the reason we want to do that is not so we can just check your box of your divorce, move on, but what does that ripple look like? Did we create a dramatic ripple in the family? Did we help you kind of contain that ripple so that it was only like a tiny little drop in the pond and your divorce ripple doesn't, you know, catch on to your children and then they're so affected by it. And then it goes forward. When I wrote the book, The Cure for Divorce Culture, I cited the entire book. I legally cited it so that people could go back and find, like you said, these studies that show, and you're in every geographic area, and it's the same result that we're seeing, and we're just trying to get those results out. In what way has IACP been involved in some of this research or gathering this information or making this information available when we talk about these studies? 
to people looking for materials in all these different places? Well, we do have a research study that is available. It was done a a couple of years ago. We also have monthly webinars that we offer with all sorts of information about practicing in uh, the collaborative model. And there is so much information on our website that you can um, search and and look through. And I, I love that you talk about the financial piece because I tell people all the time that a divorce is not just legal. It's also financial and it's not just the numbers. You know, it's it's more about the uh, emotions related to money. And that comes from our background. It comes from how we were raised, how we think about uh, money, how how scared we are, because, you know, so much of divorce is both the hopes and the fears. And so having the financial folks involved in collaborative process is so essential. And I find, I don't know if you find in your area, but our financial neutrals tend to be uh, so much aware of those emotional pieces of money as well. They're not just crunching the numbers. They're helping us to think about, you know, how to address some of those fears and, and those, uh, those hopes that people have. So I, I find that to be such an essential part of collaborative. I 100% agree. And I think your role, which I want to get to just in a second, the coach role is also an essential part of it. And so many of these different roles, the financial role, the attorney role, the coach role, and then the role of the clients, it's amazing the beautiful model that we can produce. As humans, we model behavior. And the our clients are just starting this next phase of their life. They are saying, this past phase does not work for XYZ, ABC, and I'm moving to this phase. What better way to do that than start with an amu- an amazing model of communication, of understanding, of awareness, of empathy. I mean, it's so many wonderful things that we're participating in in the collaborative process and also teaching and learning from one another. From We learn from the clients, they learn from us, we learn from the other practitioners, they learn from us. It's just such, it's like such a beautiful model for the way, for the ways of the world, really. But... <laughs> I think it is such a great place to insert that in this time span and time frame for our clients. So I wanted to talk about the fear because when I wrote the book, The Cure for Divorce Culture, what I was saying is this fear, this ingrained fear. So now all of these generations are afraid when they get married of getting divorced because we've seen these dramatic fallouts over the last couple of decades. We know that there are statistics involved in when children are coming out of litigated divorces or harmful divorces, when clients are coming out of it, what's happening to them psychologically? We can we can see the studies and listen and watch the studies and listen to the results of what's happened. And I think that when we're trying to use that to promote collaborative and talk about what collaborative has done, it's beautiful to see that it does reduce the fear not only for now but for future generations in essence, helping the marriage rates, which are at the all-time lowest that they have ever been in America. If we can take that culture of divorce and reduce the fear level around it, because more people use collaborative and more people are able to have high-functioning children after it, that that all people involved are still functioning, contributing members of society, that is when we can start to affect people when they're getting married, not being afraid of divorce, and then affecting those communication lines down the road. And then these children that are produced, the adult children of divorce, 
where they're not afraid of relationships themselves because of it. And I think that that it's kind of amazing when we think about it in such a span. I've been practicing for over a decade now. And what I have seen in that amount of time is amazing the results that we could be seeing in four more decades. What do you think about that when you think about when you started versus now? Well, I've seen a great change. Absolutely. And um, I think at the beginning of when I started, the neutral professionals, the mental health folks, the financial folks tended to be seen more as allied professionals, more as just kind of add-ons and and not as much a part of the team. These days, all of the professionals involved um, are seen as equal members of the team to play uh, equally important roles in the team. And you know, I think that uh, when we talk about the idea of the fear, no matter what area or, or what um, process of divorce people are thinking of, anytime divorce even pops into their mind, there's fear about being judged, about being blamed, about being shamed, about losing friends, family members, um, the kids potentially, and fear about their uh, finances, both short-term and long-term. And what I love about um, the collaborative process is that it's set up to really address those fears to, um, you know, when fear walks into the room with them, we talk about what's important to you. How can we help you to um, feel safe? And to have those communications and those conversations as part of the, the whole team with the professionals there to offer support, to um, help to take the interests, those things that are important to the clients who are facing a divorce and help them come up with creative solutions um, it, it's it's just always so exciting to me to be able to offer that level of support. And talk about your role as a coach, because some people may have had a more succinct process or may not fully understand the whole process as it should be all the time. And as we hope every case can be, because it is the best result. But talk about your role as a coach. Sure. So I am a licensed mental health professional. I'm a licensed psychologist. And in order to be a coach, you do need to be a licensed mental health professional. However, under this role, even though it's under my license, I don't offer therapy. So it's not what you would think about with traditional therapy. I often explain it to clients as it's really focused so much more on where you are now and into the future. So that if you took a suitcase into your therapist's office, the therapist would help you open the suitcase, take each item out, talk about where it came from and what it means to you. If you bring that same suitcase into the coach's office, the coach is going to help you to put everything back in the suitcase, zip it up and figure out where do you want to take that suitcase to? And what do you maybe need for a new suitcase? Is there something different that you need to move forward? And so it's really that switch to focus on getting you to that next chapter of your life that is um, is really going to be healthy for you. So, you know, with that, part of what I do is um, I help to facilitate the meetings and make sure everything goes as smoothly as possible. Everyone feels as safe as possible. But I help to manage the emotions in the room, too, because as put together and as professional as anybody might be walking into that collaborative room, there's still going to be emotions. There, It's still not always going to be easy. So I help to acknowledge and 
under help folks to understand that we expect that there will be emotions come up and we're going to manage them and we're going to help to make it safe to express them in a way that your spouse can hear them. Uh, I help with coming up with parenting plans, thinking about how to talk to people. I call it the divorce story, how to talk to your kids, how to talk to family and friends about what's going on in hopefully a unified way so that you're presenting that front that doesn't create more conflict again. So that's some of what I do. Yes. And it's so hard to describe, especially in such a small amount of time. And I think that the way that you did describe it is absolutely phenomenal. And the role that you have, I think, is so amazing. And one of the ways that the and the imagery that you used around the suitcase is just so beautiful. When I talk about goals and talk about, I use a lot of traveling imagery as well, like driving in a car and and things like that. And so I just think it really speaks to people. And I think that that's another way. And that's one of the things that you're trained to do. And you're able to understand the human mind and so many layers of years of what's happened whenever you know the roles of these people and who they are and really help people to get to a place of settlement. Whereas when it's just the attorneys, we're trying to do that. But boy, when we went to law school, definitely there were no classes in all of what you learned in order to be able to implement that and also do what we're trying to do, which is, you know, to explain the role of the law and where it is and the different, you know, levels of the process of the financial elements, the legal aspects pertaining to all the financial children elements and all of that. It's very difficult to take on the role of also helping emotionally to guide our clients through it. I think that collaborative attorneys do well with that, but I find a struggle always. I creeping up inside of me is always the need to get the best for my client, you know, and and that level of we went to law school because we were competitive people in some way, shape, or form. You know, there are types of personalities that are going to be ingrained in an attorney. And I've literally grown up in collaborative, you know, like I never practiced a day of litigation in my life. And I still, because of my personality and what profession I'm in, you know, it's just some people ask an attorney to do both. And that's really, you're not getting the most out of the process in any way, shape, or form, or the top, or even the inch of the iceberg versus when you have a coach involved in the process that is in that lane that they're so good at and the results and the level that the client, the clients are able to create those more lasting parenting relationships, the level that they're going to get out of the collaborative process and being able to truly set that foundation for future communication, I think, is so much more ingrained in when the coach is there. And then when they're able to have those full understanding financial agreements is when the financial neutral is there. And they've really understood a relationship with money that, especially if you have children, that understanding of a relationship with money is so in the forefront of your conversations for the rest of your life. I mean, how much are you going to spend on the graduation party? What's the wedding going to cost? What are you going to do about this? How's this going to happen? And not putting that at the feet of your children. is so, It's so like to design how to do that so that you don't go to the children and make them feel like they have a little money bag over their head, like a Mario <laughs> character, you know, is beautiful. And the financial experts do so well with that. And likewise, the mental health experts do so well with that same concept in the emotional arena. So to, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, for to kind of tie things up with us, I want to focus on the fact that IACP is a huge resource for individuals looking for divorce experts to be able to find them. 
It's a collective place. It's a huge referral source. It is important if you are a practicing collaborative practitioner that you are on the IACP website so that people can find you. I think of IACP in a big way as like this parachute. Do you remember when we played the parachute game as kids and we all stood like on a corner and if we lifted it all together and there were more people, more air was caught underneath it. I feel like that's what AICP is doing. What do you think? I agree. And, you know, it's amazing that no matter where clients live, if they're thinking about having a collaborative divorce, they can find a collaborative professional by going on the IACP website, collaborativepractice.com, and find a professional and they can find folks in their area. And that's why it's so important for collaborative professionals to be members of IACP so that they can they can be found, first of all. And second of all, so that we can all learn together, um, you know, attend the webinars and uh, look for all the information. There's also marketing um, information available on IACP that members can use. When we work together, we can be so much stronger that way. Absolutely. We are going to all gather as, as many as possible in Florida. And that's um, for our forum, October 27th to 30th. And it's the beautiful Gaylord Palms Resort in Orlando, Florida. So I'm hoping that um, so many people can join us there uh, because that's uh, always such a highlight. And, you know, it's such an inviting group. I've never belonged to an association that was so, so inviting. You know, there are hugs and welcomes and and acceptance. And it's just amazing. And even through the pandemic, we had uh, our virtual forum and gave each other virtual hugs, at least. So it's it's just a wonderful highlight of the year. I think absolutely the collaborative practice is so helpful. So I started my collaborative practice fresh out of law school. I mean, when I look back on it and people say, were you crazy? I mean, sometimes I'm like, wow, I really did like bite off a lot at once. But It was so worth it. And the reason that I felt like I had wings and could fly is because so many people believed in me. And the collaborative, the whole ring of collaborative professionals are believers. We believe in our clients. We believe that they can do it, that they they have the ability to dig deep and find that best version of themselves. We believe in each other. We believe in this dream that we have that one day everybody's going to think about collaborative before they ever think about litigation. And we're just a bunch of believers. And it's kind of amazing to be together with a bunch of believers because the air that rises and the balloon that floats is just wonderful. And I've been so blessed to be a part of it. I've had a very fruitful career being committed to an out-of-court settlement in the collaborative process. And I know a lot of other people who have too. And we really are all focused on helping all of you who are listening because we want to make sure that You can have the best result as possible, and we can be generational chain breakers in all of this. So I am planning to be in Florida. I hope a lot of you collaborative professionals out there will join us. If you are looking for um, resources to be able to find a collaborative divorce and you are not in the state of North Carolina, or even if you are in the state of North Carolina, please look at collaborativepractice.com. And tell us, Lori, all of the ways that we can find IACP. And also, for the people who are looking for you specifically, how could they find you? Absolutely. Well, collaborativepractice.com is the best way to find um, IACP. We're also on uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. And um, my uh, website is nhpa.com. I'm here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I am also on um, LinkedIn and uh, and Twitter as well. And I, I just really 
want to make sure that folks know that even though we have this wonderful energy about what we do, it's also not to make light of the challenges and the struggles that folks go through uh, when they are thinking about divorce. Uh, We are rah-rah about it. We are, uh, as professionals, uh, really believers in the process, but we recognize that any divorce process is still a challenge, but we're here to work together to support folks. And and the IACP is here to help support professionals who do this hard work as well. Absolutely. 110%. And so thank you, too, to the Beaufort Hotel. That's where we are shooting from today, located in Beaufort, North Carolina. We appreciate their support of A&R Law. And um, we are here for you if you have any questions or concerns regarding your divorce or if you are looking for resources or studies or materials and we can help you in any way, please do reach out to us. You can find us at anrlaw.com. You can find the Divorce Healthy podcast on any type of podcast format. And then, of course, you can find me by email at ashleynicole at anrlaw.com, or you can contact the office ANR Law. So thanks so much. I appreciate all of you and have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Divorce Healthy, your guide to mastering conflict resolution at home and in the workplace. To inquire about speaking engagements, purchase your copy of Ashley Nicole's book, The Cure for Divorce Culture, or to schedule your private orientation meeting, head to www.anrlaw.com. You can also find us on social media at ANR Law. Find a better way forward right here on Divorce Healthy.